God bless the flag, we all beating our chest. When it's peace, it's the same old game, the same old players, same old names. My skin is my sin. My skin is my sin. My bad, my bad, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jobs, and you are now tuned into My Skin Is My Sin presents another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Man, I feel good, and you know, I, I, I do actually. We got a dope guest uh, lined up for the night, and I'm trying to read my phone. And kind of look it up because I had to change it up from StreamYard to Blog Talk, which, to be quite honest, man, I, I actually fucks with Blog Talk heavier personally. You know, it's the wave or whatever to use uh, YouTube or some shit like that. So, kind of got to, I guess. But yeah, I really prefer just the audio. I mean, because realistically, that's what a podcast is. You know, all the video shit is nice, but, you know, I like to be able to sit back and not have to worry about what I appear like on camera type shit. Not concern myself with, oh, God, I got to shave or I got to cut my hair or, you know, I don't care about that shit, generally speaking. You know, I'm not out here caveman style, but I'm past the point in my life where I feel like I got to impress other people so to speak. Um and I and I, to to a greater a greater extent than when I was younger. I mean, I think to, to a large extent just being shit a, a a human being in a society is that 347855869 okay, yeah. Just being a human being in society, I think there is some some level of wanting to impress your peers. To an extent you know, generally speaking, people buy big houses or big, big cars or you know expensive shit to impress other people. I don't buy expensive shit really anymore. So, but if I had the bread, I would buy. I wouldn't buy a big house, but I'd buy a very functional house. Like I would want a nice amount of land. Oh, and here we go, man. Um, let me make sure I get his brother, his flowers. The legend himself, Neat the Exotic, is in the building. How you doing, King? Peace, uh, King. How you doing? Thanks for having me, brother. Oh, man. It's an honor, bro. It's an honor. And my apologies for the uh, snafu. Yeah, I was. I, I went on there about three times, and I, I was letting it sit for a minute just to, just to see if it had to load or something like that, because it kept telling me to get on as far as the mm-hmm. camera and all that to press the you know the blue button and I, every time I would press it it would uh you know it, it would it would go but nothing would come up. Mm. Yeah, you know it's technology man shit shit yeah, don't go yeah. right all the time. Yeah, yeah, straight up, straight up. Yeah. But how's yeah, man, your life, man? How's your family? Oh, everybody's good. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. Everybody's good, man. Um, my son is good. You know, pops good. You know, lady good. You know, everybody good. Family, friends. You know what I mean. So you know, everybody, everybody's all right, man. And, and, and on your end, everything good on your end, brother. Uh, you know, it, it could be better, but it's getting better. 
Hey man, listen man. We all, we all, you know, I, I, I feel you, man, when you say that, bro. I feel you when you say that, bro. You know what I mean? You, 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 things will get better. Believe that. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey man, um, let me ask you this: the first moment that you knew hip hop was yours. Wow. First moment I knew hip hop was mine is when I was listening to Cold Crush, man. You okay. know, I was listening to Cold Crush and and, and Kumo D and that uh, man. Um, that's who basically inspired me, man. Um, at a very Kumo very D young was fucking fire, by the way. Yeah, people. A lot of people, you know, when I say that, a lot of people go to, you know, a lot of his, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, records or whatever. But I'm like, man, about early Kumo D. I ain't even talk. I'm talking about before the records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kumo D always yeah, man. Kumo D was lethal, man. Yeah, you know he was lethal, man. So you know that's when I was like, oh man, I got to do this, man. This is I, I love this. You know what I mean? His style, you know the way he was spitting the lyrics. You could tell he was a very smart dude. You know what I'm saying? He came. He had a lot of force. He had a lot of his wit with his with his with his words and his delivery. You know, it, it was it was masterful, man. So that 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 spun me right into that that. In my body, like, oh, that's it. You the first nigga I heard say "Cool Modi" though. Yeah, word, dog. I, I'm telling you, man. People don't. People gotta listen, like you said. You know. You know what I'm saying? You know. You know what I mean? They people gotta listen. He was he was fierce, man. You know what it is though. Niggas go back and and and. Wild Wild West is probably the first thing pops up for him. Right, right, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They did not even understand it. That's not even. Yeah. That's yeah. It. That's not even. Man. <laughs> and low key, right, he body LL. The only low key, person, yeah, I, I would say that. Key, yeah. yeah, low yeah. key, damn shit. Kumo D was serious with it, man. So you know, he he definitely uh sparked me into that, man. And then you know, from there, I just I, I started just going from there, bro. Okay, so how you hook up with Large Professor? One of one of the most <laughs> underrated producers in the history of fingertips. Hmm. Wow. You know it's crazy, man. Um when you say that, I, I I agree, man, because there's no fucking way he's not supposed to be getting all the props he posted. He he's supposed to be getting super props and, and doing mad shit, man. A lot of people forgetting, man, for some strange, weird reason, man. You know, I don't know what what kind of weed they smoking or what kind of drug they on or something, man, but they ain't, they ain't, ain't, ain't something ain't right, man. You know what I'm saying? And I feel the same way, man. He, to, to, for him to be the epitome of hip hop, you kidding me? And, 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 and to be, to me overlooked in a lot of big projects and a lot of big things and a lot of big situations because people act like they forget, you know, so I, I agree with you at that a thousand percent. But me and Large, man, at a young age, man, um, I'm originally from Corona, Queens. And, um, you know, I met Large in Flushing, Queens, when I moved to Flushing when I was probably around, like, 9, 10 years old. So mm-hmm. he was living in this building for mine. So we we was, like, next-door neighbors. So, you know, the, the, the funny thing was that we was into the same thing. You know what I mean? We was into the music and all that. So it was it was like a natural thing, you know what I mean, for a new kid moving in the neighborhood, meeting other cats that's – you know, that's into the same thing that I'm in, and some a little 
more, like how large it was, you know. So it was a, it was a crazy connection, man. So we from the sandbox, man. Right? You know what I mean? That's my brother. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope. You remember your yeah. first rhyme? Oh, boy, no. I don't remember my first rhyme, but I know my first rap name was MC Shamrock. <laughs> that's, that's horrible, bro. I'm, I'm glad you I said that. Hey, 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 man. I don't know why. I don't know why I came out with that shit, man. Yo, man, for the life of me, man, for the life of me, I can't know. I don't know. How the hell I came up with that shit? Oh, I'm oh, my bad, man. That, that is bad, bro. <laughs> that, that was bad. That was bad. I had to change that. I had to change that, man. I said, damn, MC Shamrock. Damn, Nick. Like, you, you, shit. So, yeah, that was my first name, though, man. Yo, man, I swear, if you'd have been my yeah. boy, you'd be like, yeah, I'm MC Shamrock. I roasted you, bro. I'd still be talking about that. <laughs> hey, it's funny because I remember that shit, man. I don't remember the first rhyme, but I damn sure remember that name. <laughs> I never forget, I never forget that. <laughs> yep. All right. Yep. So, so is Lars Professor? What is that? Faking the funk. Right. Is that like the the first joint and and and, and the, your first experience, or you got something before that? That was my first. We was we was recording before that, and I was you know writing before that and stuff like that. Um, so that wasn't the first time I you know wrote anything anything like that. But that was actually my first time actually making a record. So that was my introduction to the game. Word. How was the introduction? Like what, no, was, what was the dopest part about that? The dopest part about it was being in a studio at a young age with teenagers, and we we were in the, we in one room, and Madonna is recording in the next room. You know what I'm saying? And this is 1992. You know, Madonna. Of course, we all know she's an icon. So you know she was in 1992. She was big as hell. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was it was crazy. And we went in there and we was young and we had our 40 ounces and all that. You know, and we smoking and all that. And and faking the funk was done like in five minutes, man. You know what I mean? Like like literally, man. Like that was like a freestyle, man. Like it, I was I was young. I was always writing. You know what I mean? I was always spitting. I was always writing. I was always you know battling. You know the homies in the neighborhood and stuff like that. So I was always you know, sharp with it like that. So that was that was that was a great experience, man. But the 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 best experience of making fake in the funk is actually watching on TV when Ed Lover and Dr. Dre was world premiering the song. It was unreal. But where were you? I was actually in North Carolina visiting my cousin Boo at that time. So I wasn't even in New York City. I was down south in the country. Yeah, it was on TV, man. It was Ed Lover, Dr. Dre. Word, I was watching it on television in North Carolina. I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? And then once I came back to New York, and, like, every vehicle, every car that go by, damn near is playing it. You know, every time I turn on the radio, they're playing it. I'm like, oh, shit. So that shit was, like, unreal to me, man. Young kid, you know, running around the streets, you know, hustling. You know what I mean, and 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 and, and got a num got a got a song that that's doing well, and, and and blowing up, and everybody you know taking notes to it, and 
I'm, I'm not understanding the impact of it at the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that at, was my... At that what was, point did it hit you, though? Like, like, okay, like, this is big shit. What's the next one? When, it, when, 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 when the song went number one in the country. That's when I said, oh, shit. It was number one on the billboard for like a month and a half. Word. I was like, oh, shit. I got number one song in the fucking country. That's crazy, man. You know, they playing that shit. Every damn state playing it. The southern states. I did not know it it was number one. Wow, that's fucking dope. Yeah. And it's got to be what, like... 500 people that went number one tops, some shit like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, we went like number ever. one, man. That's fucking dope, man. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. So that was, like, really incredible to me, man. So, you know, that song really, you know, that song is what really kept me going, you know what I mean, period, you know? So what was the next move after that? The next move after that, you know, I was, like I said, I was young cat, you know, running the streets or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, and, um, it, it, it was crazy. Um, I got locked up. I got incarcerated. That's what a lot of people didn't know. That's why a lot of people saying, where is, what happened? Where, where is this guy? You know, at that time we wasn't doing no shows. Uh, it wasn't, we wasn't doing no promotion after we'd done the video, but I had got incarcerated actually for something that I didn't even do. Unfortunately, oh. I end up getting railroaded, um, oh. and uh, and I end up doing almost five years in prison. So um, I didn't come home until uh, 1997. Um, so um, that whole time, taking the funk was number one song in the country. I was in prison. That's fucked up. You know what I mean? So oh. uh, yeah, 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 man, yeah, man. Like, like. Didn't do one show, didn't do one thing, didn't do no promotion, didn't do a damn thing. I was in prison. Watching, I was watching you get my laid video. off the song, bro. Nothing, nothing, nothing. That's horrible. Didn't, didn't even, what, didn't, didn't even get a record deal. Oh. So I'm the, I, I didn't, I'm the only one out the crew that never had a record deal, even to this day. Okay, so you get out in 97. Like, you know, you're feeling a lot better because you ain't in the joint no more. Get things right. going. What's the first move you make? First move well, I you, make. Or, or did you already, let, let me ask you this. Did you already have shit, you, you know, like albums written while you were in the joint? Or did yeah, you come out and start fresh? Of course, I was writing because, to be honest with you, it was a lot of cats in there that was very, very talented and very smart cats and very witty cats. And I stayed on top of my game. So I wasn't just writing jail raps. You know, I was a dude that my ear was to the street. Uh, my mother, she was, I had all the CDs. She bought, made sure she bought me all the CDs, not the CDs, but the cassettes. So I had all mm-hmm. the cassettes of Mob Deep and, you know, Hell on Earth and, and all of the all mm-hmm. of their albums and Coogee Rap and, you know, so I had everybody albums, you know what I'm trying to say. So I was always keeping my ear to the street. I always had my, my cassette player on and always you know, vibing to what's in the streets and what's going on. So, yeah, I had a lot of rocks and stuff like that. But when I first got out, first thing I did was I ended up getting up with Mr. Cheeks and the Lost Boys at that time. The Lost Boys was real hot at that time. And mm-hmm. we, we like brothers. You know, we like family. You know, we grew up, you know, I knew Cheeks for over 30 years. You know what I mean? So That's uh, dope. His, 
yeah, his actually his first cousin, uh, Jay Raff, which which used to be his road manager. Um, you know, he's my best friend. You know what I mean? So, and they first cousins. So, so it, it, it was crazy. So I know the whole family. You know, they know my whole family. So I, I got on the road with them as an opening act, and I was on. They were doing a lot of shows back then. You know, they was on the road so much. It was like wow. I I didn't know it was like this, this, you know what I'm saying? So I missed a lot. I said, damn, this is, I was missing all of this, huh? So, you know, <laughs> I opened up. And, uh, and actually at that time I had, um, I had a single out uh, that I had uh, put out, you know, independently called Exotics Raw that okay. Lost Professor had produced. And um, that single was a single I was doing when I was opening up with them. And the beat okay. was so powerful. People, people didn't know the song, obviously. But the beat was so powerful that every time the beat came on, wherever we were at, they were going crazy as soon as the beat came on. You know what I mean? That's one of the best, actually, that's one of the best beats that I ever got from Lost Professor in my whole life. You know what I mean? That's mm. how strong the beat was, you know what I mean? And um, I was rocking with them. I was getting my feet wet, you know, um, you know, getting my stage presence together. You know, I haven't been performing or doing anything like that. You know, uh, right. in so many years, so it gave me a chance to, you know, know how to rock on a stage, know how to hold a microphone properly, know how to, you know, engage with the crowd, you know, and, and all that stuff. So that was a real great thing that got me back in the groove, got me back into the zone, um, and, and then I just kept going from there. That's nice, man. Okay, so who else you you, you uh come across growing up? Like, damn, the Lost um, Boys and Lars Professor, like, Jesus Christ, what they putting in yeah, the water Lost in Queens? Boys. Yeah, uh, Lost Boys, um, and I mean, like, like you know, like like I said, we, we, we've been brothers for over 30 years, you know, 30 plus years, you know what I mean, like, like that, like that, you know what I mean, like, we done been in a lot of situations together, you know what I mean, like, you know, even back in the days, I remember me and Teeth got into a shootout together, you know what I'm saying, when oh, I wow. had beef with people. When I had beef with some cats, you know what I mean, when we was young and I was on the street in, in Jamaica and, 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 and I was with Chiefs and he started busting, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, we, we go way, way, way back, you know what I'm trying to say? So, Cheeks, um, uh, 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 Royal Flush, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, That's all you did uh, when he was fucking fire, too. Uh, what is it? This here's Gangster. That shit was okay, okay, okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, Flush, um, Coogee Rap. You know, because, you know, we from the same neighborhood, Corona. Wait a minute, you know, um, G, you know G-Rap, bro. Oh, man, you kidding me? We, we, G-Rap is like my big bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, like him he and my cousins. He's one of the best pins in the history of hip-hop, putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, G-Rap is ill. G-Rap is ill. So you got G-Rap, and you got, um, um, you know, you, of course, you got the producer Kwame, which was, was which was the polka dots back in the days. You know, I remember Kwame. Yeah, now nah, he's one of the biggest producers, you know what I mean, in and, 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 and music period. You know what I'm saying? He actually did that joint for Lloyd Banks. I'm on fire up in here. It's burning. Okay. Yeah, and then of course he got the R and B artist Vivian Green. You know what I'm saying? So he you know, he's he's he he's he's been doing a lot of work, you know what I mean? So you know, so and he's from Queens, um, from right there from East Elmhurst, which is you know, like about four blocks from Northern Boulevard, which where 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 I lived at. Uh, and then you had uh, uh Herbie Lovebug, you know, from Salt and Pepper and all that. He's from the hood too. Um, and uh, Eric B, yeah, Eric B from Eric B and Rakim. He's from the hood too. Um, Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah, uh, you know, you got Kid and Play. They from the hood too. Um, they actually from you know, the hood, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, they're from the hood, too. We actually play at a barbershop out there, and these are us. Play. Okay, let me ask you this. Just totally random shit, but if you had to put, like, you know, it's, it's Kid and Play and two other niggas, who you think gonna win they scrap, Kid or Play? <laughs> play. Play. Play, definitely. De- oh, definitely. Wow. Oh, yeah, disrespect. <laughs> hey, 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 I can't forget about Beat Nuts. Can't forget about Psycho Less and Juju. They from my hood too. They from Corona too. Nasty production. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? So you know, yeah. like you know, <laughs> you know, we, we it's crazy. You know what I mean? So, and most of the cats I'm naming, it, all the cats that I just named too, we all from the same area. You know, Nas is from Queensbridge, which is you know, which is about 20 minutes from from you know where we at Corona. You know what I'm saying? So everybody I named. Is everybody that's from Corona, the Elmhurst area, you know, real shit. You don't really yeah. get the grasp. Like, I'm not from New York, but you don't get the grasp of how big boroughs are until you go to one. Like, right. Like, boroughs right. are bigger than most cities in America. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, like, Brooklyn is huge. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different parts of Brooklyn, just, and then Queens is huge to so many different parts of Queens. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, you know, you can go all the way to uh, Rosedale and Astoria and Queensbridge. That's all connected. They all close by each other. Then you go all the way to South Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? Then you got so many different parts of Jamaica. Then you got, you know, Cambria Heights and you got St. Albans and it's, 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 then you got uh, Bricktown. Then you got you know, it, it's so many. You got then you got South Ozone. You know what I mean? And, and you got Hollis. Then you get yeah. It's, it's so many sections, man. It's, it's unbelievable, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy, man. So it's definitely you know. Man. Yeah, it's nice, man. You know, I live right by um City Field where the Mets play baseball at in in the U.S. Open. I'm across the street from the U.S. Open. That's pretty dope. I would actually, well, I, you know, if I had the bread to really go to the U.S. Open, I actually would. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, I've been there. I, I took my son to the uh, to the Arthur Ashe Kids Day one year. You know what I mean? Oh, that's so it, dope. It, it, yeah, so it was real. Uh, it's it, it's real dope, man. You know what I mean? Because you know we we right here, so you know we just, just went right over there. You know what I'm saying? He had one of the best times of his life. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool. You know what I mean? So that's pretty yeah, fucking got, dope, man. Yeah, got a lot of got a lot of areas. Got a lot of nice, uh, you know, areas out here. Like right now, they're doing the Rolling Loud tour right out here, right down the street from my house. Damn, who's in the Rolling Loud tour? Well, uh, you got 50 Cent headlining it tonight. Oh, um, really? Uh, yeah, you got uh, uh, you got J. Cole. You got uh, okay. Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Uh, you got uh, a whole bunch of artists, man. It's a whole How bunch. How is 50 headlining, though? He must be paying for it. Well, he headlining because you know, I guess because of the, the 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 classic, you know, you know, he, you know, he, of course, he ain't on top of his game, you know, like he was, but you know, he was no, one of the, he, he was one of the top artists ever in hip hop, and he got so many hits, and then he, you know, then he doing, you know, he did songs with Pop Smoke, and he did songs with a couple other young cats, you know what I'm saying? So he's messing with that, mixing in with that younger generation. You know, I'm trying to say at the same time. So, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that got a lot to do with it. You know what I'm saying? J. Cole, though, bro. Yeah, J. Cole, he rocking. He, I think J. Cole is headlining tomorrow. It's a three-day event. 
Oh, okay, I got you now. Like, you know what I mean? J. Cole should headline over 50 Cent any, any, any yeah, 50 time J. ever. Yeah, J. Cole, J. Cole is headlining tomorrow. 50 Cent headlining tonight. Tomorrow, okay. J. Cole headlining. Right. And, that then yeah, and then Saturday, Travis Scott is headlining. Okay, that makes complete. I get that. I get that whole thing now. My bad. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the mm-hmm. Loud Tour. Because um, nah, I would, I would go see Fifty Cent. Don't get, don't get it twisted. Like, you got, you got Bobby Smurda. It's a whole bunch of motherfuckers. Bobby Smurda, and it's a million. Don't lie. I'm not even mm-hmm. exaggerating you. It's like it's more than a hundred artists. Seriously. Yeah. It's like so it's, it's a, incredible. It's like a festival though. Yeah, it's a big festival. You know, Rolling Loud is like one of the biggest festivals in the cut in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, I just, I've never heard of that. Yeah, what? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Most of the time, they do it in L.A., too. You know what I'm saying? And it's incredible. You're talking about huge. It's big, man. It's huge, man. So, you know, like mm. I said, tonight tonight alone, 50 Cent is headlining, but it's it's about 100 other acts tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got like 100 acts tonight, then you got another 100 acts tomorrow, then you got another 100 acts Saturday, all different people. That's crazy. That's dope, though, man. That's one of the dope yeah. things about New York. And they're doing this, and they're doing it at City Field where the Mets play baseball at at the stadium. That's even better. That's fire. Yeah, because you know they, you know, baseball season is, you know, is is over as far as the team, you know, except the two yeah. teams that's in the fighting for the, yeah. you know, the, the championship. Everybody else is done, done. So they be yeah. having all the events. City field they could have been doing like this. In, they could have been doing this in the Met Stadium in June, bro. No disrespect. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's, you're right. That's because they're doing it now, there. So it's the same. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so, so and, and if people want to get, I'm sorry, but if, I want to make sure if people want to get in contact with you, they they, they want to do a song with you. How do they do that? Oh man, y'all can just hit me up on Instagram at Neek the Exotic. You know what I'm saying? That's N E E K T H E. The word exotic, Nick the Exotic on Instagram, Nick the Exotic on Facebook, uh, Nick, Nick the Exotic on Twitter, uh, Nick the Exotic on YouTube. You know what I mean? Just just hit me up, man. And my and my Gmail, you know, my my, my Gmail is Nick the Exotic, but it's spelled different. It's spelled N E E K D A Exotic, Nick the Exotic. That's my email address, but everything else is Nick the Exotic. So I might y'all can reach me for features. Y'all can reach me for. You know, for for whatever shows, tours, whatever we working, man. Got the new album out right now, Extra Exotic. You know, with me and Lars Professor, uh, produced by Lars Professor, uh, Alchemist, uh, Bumpy Knuckles. We got Pharaoh March on there. We got Q-Tip on there from A Tribe Called Quest. We got Innocent on there. We got Roy Watts on there. Uh, it's, it's 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 a banging it's a banging Q-tip. album. Yeah, we got Q-Tip rapping on there. We got a joint called The Borough of Queens, where it's me, Lost Professor, and Q-Tip, produced by Lost Professor. It's a beautiful album. It's 10 songs on the album. Lost Professor produced eight. Alchemist produced one. Bumpy Knuckles produced one. It's incredible. The Bumpy incredible. Knuckles joint is fucking fire, too, by the way. And Lost Professor rapped on every song. That's fucking dope, mm-hmm. So it's, it's incredible. Dude, it was a dope rapper, too, by the way. Yeah, he's incredible. He's he's dope. He's dope. He's dope. You know what I mean? And I always, always, always loved how he flowed. And even from back then, when he went in the main source, when they did the Breaking Adams, and he did the, you know, the um the friendly game of baseball and all that. You know, it was it was incredible. You know what I mean? So, 
you know, he definitely get it in. So we got a dope album. Um, if anybody wants the vinyl, the the CD or the limited edition uh, metallic uh, cassette, you know, y'all can go to Redline Music Distribution. Um, that's Redline Music Distribution, man. Y'all go there and y'all can order everything. You have bundle packs and everything. So, you know, it's a great album. Make sure y'all go out there and, and, and check that out, man. And hopefully we be in the town, y'all town soon, tearing the stages down. No doubt, man. That would be very dope. Hey, um, where you get the name from? What, Extra Exotic? Yes. Well, Nick Exotic. Well, you know, I just, you know, my name is Nick. You know what I mean? So, first and foremost, so I just took the exotic, you know, how we used to come up. You know, I used to be different, you know, as far as my dressing and things like that. You know, I used to, like, go to the city and, you know, and go to the boutiques and go get the van, the vans and, and get the pants to match the vans and the hat to go with it. You know what I mean? So I was always on my own shit. You know what I mean? So I just say, you know what, you know, everybody's be like, yo, that shit exotic right there. So I just took that and said, you know what, Nick the exotic, man. You know what I mean? And I just I just kept it like that and, and ran with it. And this is my eighth, ninth album, man. You know what I'm saying? So I've been I've been working. I never had a record deal. Um, everything I've done has, has been independent. And um, still rocking, man. Still rocking and rolling. We're actually working on the next album right now. Wow. Do you want a record deal or you, you, you prefer what you Hell no. I don't. I, I prefer what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I wouldn't mind... Uh, a, a nice distribution deal with, with 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 a little better you know major distribution where we can have some you know some 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 better marketing and stuff like that behind us you know what I mean and and, and promotion so that because only that, that's only going to get you know bring more awareness to to us and what we're doing and that we're still around we're still rocking you know what I mean so you know that and that's that's what we're trying to do but yeah definitely independent all the way you know what I mean me and large professor we can we definitely can do it. You know what I mean? So we 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 got this extra exotic album and um, we're getting a great response from it. You know what I mean? So uh, we're keeping this going. We're gonna shoot some videos soon. Um, probably in the next couple of weeks we'll start shooting. You know, like maybe two videos and, and mm-hmm. jump the two videos off and uh, you know, and, and keep rocking and promoting it and, and and trying to hit the road, man, and do these shows and bring awareness to the project. Yeah, because I think it's a dope project too, myself. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. You know, uh, it, we took our time with it. You know, we took our time with it. We didn't rush nothing. Um, and uh, we got it right, man. So we just want to build on it. You know what I mean? And, and, and come with an even better project for this next one. Okay, so you writing something and it's trash. Who tells you? I tell myself. I, I catch myself a lot, man. I be saying, nah, that ain't it. I ain't write it. a whole thing. I write a whole verse and then I go over it like twenty times, and mm-hmm. twentieth time be the time where I be like, nah, that ain't gonna go. So I erase it and I put something else to it. And then, truth be told, sometimes if when I'm laying a song, um, mm-hmm. after I lay it and large listen to it, he'd be like, you should say this, or you should take this out, or you should say it like this, or you should take that out. So mm-hmm. he 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 hears things and he and he and he gives his opinion. You know what I'm saying? So. But other than that, you know, I catch myself because I want to, you know, uh, nobody's perfect, but I just try to be the best I can be. You know what I mean? I want everything to be smooth. I don't, you know, sometimes when you're writing and, you know, and then you actually lay the song, it come out different than actually when you write. Yeah, it's, that's the word. Like in your head, you hear it a certain way, but yeah. you can't like, yeah. re- duplicate that in the real right. world. Right, exactly. 
so that's when, you know, that's where that change comes in, where you say, oh, okay, now I've got to switch things up. Now I've got to change this up. I've got to switch this up. i got to take this. Maybe i got to take three or four bars yeah. out. You never know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, i got to make sure that it flows, that I'm able to ride with the music and flow with it and instead of, you know, like I'm just talking over it and, and shit like that, you know, or, or like I'm reading something from something, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I, I definitely take my time and I take pride in and, and, and getting it right and, and getting just like now. I'm not even satisfied now. You know, we got it. We got an album out, but I feel like we still being slept on so much. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of cats out there, even a lot of our peers that they, they know the album is out, you know what I'm saying? But they ain't sh- shouting it out. They ain't posting it. They ain't saying, yo, my brother's got to join out. Y'all need to check this. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, 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 that that just inspires me. You know what I'm saying? It inspires yeah, me, me to see. Let me ask you this, though. Let's be honest. Is, is, is large somewhat responsible for people being standoffish with him? Because it didn't seem like he was really, like, one of those producers that was in the room, so to speak, and didn't want to be in the room. He just kind of wanted to do dope shit and have people leave him the fuck alone. Nah, he was he was he was he was receptive to people, man. But you know, and mm-hmm. and, and and it's a lot of bullshit that you got to go through too, especially when you're young in the game and you you know you you you're a teenager and you're doing you're producing Rock Kim and you're producing Koozie Rap and you're producing. Rick, Rick, and you're producing this one and that one, you know what I mean? And you're just a young teenager, and you're doing Akinelli, and you're doing this, and you, and he actually, like, like, you know, doing albums and shit like that, you know, producing yeah. albums, or majority albums, and you know what I mean? So, you know, it, it, it's a lot that come with that, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shisty cats in the game, you know what I mean? It's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a lot of shit you got to go through, man, but, you know, yeah, large is, um, he good money, man. We just don't want to deal with no bullshit, you know what I mean? And just want to deal with the realness, you know what I mean? Don't be trying to sell a niggas' dreams. We've been in the game too long. And large, you know, like, people got to give, you know, they got to give it up, man. You know what I'm saying? He's still one of the best producers in the game. Like I said, they had a versus, you know what I mean? I put mm-hmm. large up against any producer. Any producer they want to put up there, put him up oh. there. Oh, okay. no. You know I mean? Don't say that, bro. Don't say that, bro. You know what I mean? And let them producer. go ahead. Any producer, put him up there. I prefer Swiss Beats because he thinks he's dope, but larger bring him down to earth real quick. Okay, like he would be the most producers. To be quite honest, from my standpoint, would beat Swiss Beats. Sorry, it's it's a reality though. But large would yeah, definitely I, beat him. I don't. He don't. He don't. He don't. Yeah. He he's like super super overrated. You know what I mean? Cause, you know, well, you got to say, he's been using the same drum pack pattern for like 20 years, bro. Not yeah, mad that you so, got away with it. Yeah, I ain't mad you got away with it, but you know, you know, we know what it is at the end of the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Be <laughs> yeah, be honest. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, oh, man, so, you know. Timberland? And just like, you know, you know? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, man. Large is a different beast, man. He's a different beast, man. I'm telling you. If he if they put him in the verses against any of them, they will have problems, man. You know what I mean? See, the only see see people looking at like like, you know, it, 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 the the big songs that, you know, Tim Land might have did for like uh, you know, who who, who who Aaliyah and stuff like that, you know, you know, but at the end of the day, 
you know, you got 20 joints, and I, I believe he will definitely hold his own. Hey, I am not mad at you for your optimism, bro. I applaud that. Okay. It's your man. You're supposed to be that way. Man, it, I'm, I'm, uh, when 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 he put on when he put on joints like Road to the Riches and and and, and shit like that, it's like it's it's and when he put on that did not know he did that, that song right there. That's yeah, when he, when, when he when he start putting on these joints, he's gonna be like, oh shit, I forgot, I forgot he did that. Yeah, but then Timbo would play something like Ugly from yeah, Love Sparks. And yeah, and then and then you know, you know, then we got the then Lodge could come with the motherfucking Coogee rap, the other Coogee rap shit, or he could come with the Rock Kim after that. You know uh, what I mean? You, you Rock Kim, but but then I, I had to hit you with uh, uh, some Aaliyah. Okay, um, that's I cool. didn't even hit you with some Magoo beats. I know Magoo is trash, but uh, the beats. But, yeah, then I just uh, have to hit you with the tri- I tried Cold Quest shit. He did. You know what I mean? Oh. And, and, oh. And, and, you know. <laughs> All right, though. Okay. All right. I'm going to polish yeah. up on my large professor catalog. Yeah, then, I, then I go to Slick Rick. Oh. You know? And, you know? And, you know? And, you know? You know? Then I go to the locks. You know? And, you know? Hey, man, he got and, something with the locks? Mm-hmm. The locks of oh. West Side Gang. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. Did I, did I, I think I heard that one, too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, then, then, you know, oh. then, 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 I didn't even mention Nas. Mm. <laughs> you know? I, oh, I, 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 I would, I'd have, I'd have to hear that one. You know, it was no, one versus it was uh, Neo and this one dude that wrote songs I'd never heard of before. I can't remember his name, but apparently this nigga is one of the best songwriters in the history of mankind because this nigga wow. had heat. Yes. <laughs> I was completely yeah. surprised and was and was talking cash shit. Wow. Yes. Wow. Well, oh, that's probably for me one of the best verses, and it's so sl- so I slept on. I gotta yeah, see that now. I gotta see that now. Gotta go back and check that one out. Yeah, I gotta go check that one out. Wow. But you know who I want to see? If, if they want, if they want to, because I'm gonna be real with you. The KRS One and Kane shit was kind of weak. It was whack. Let's be honest. It was whack. You know what I mean? So I'm not even gonna. And I'm in. I'm old. For those people out there, you just a young no. I'm old, bro. I was around when when criminal minded was first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But that that was uh. So they gonna come now. You know who I feel? Buster okay. Rhymes. Buster Rhymes versus LL Cool J. Okay, but let's be honest, man. Before the locks, Buster Rhymes was a top mid tier rapper. Great career, long list of hits, but as far as the level of hits he's had, they put right. him up there with hits like Jigga or Wheezy, and he's never been there. Nah, nah he's never he's been had, there. He's had hits like uh, Spice. Put one. your hands on me, I can see. You know, he's had a couple that were there, but he couldn't maintain that consistency. 
You yeah. feel me? But after the yeah. locks, like, completely made Dipset look like trash. Well, actually, Dipset made Dipset look like trash. Yeah, they were very unprofessional. I mean, well, Dipset was Dipset, <laughs> and niggas got mad that they was Dipset. Like, they've been right. arrogant niggas from day, day one. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they came up and did arrogant niggas shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lip-syncing lip over their shit. Looking yeah. stupid. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Look at this shit. How yeah. you, this is supposed to be real hip-hop. Y'all up here lip-syncing all y'all shit. But let's be honest. If the verses was done the way it was originally intended, where them niggas was virtually doing that shit, they would have washed the locks easily. What you mean when they just playing because they just playing the songs? If they was just playing the songs, yes. Because okay. the locks are not in their stratosphere hit wise. I don't. I disagree with that. Oh. The locks got got songs on mixtapes that's bigger than Dipset Records. Man, and we're not going to talk about Cameron shit. And I and and I am absolutely the opposite of I. I've never been a fan of Cameron. Always thought he was garbage, but his impact. No, he had a big. They had a big impact. You can't never deny that. That, 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 That's that's yeah. I and I respect the hustle. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know, without a but doubt. he got some bangers. Yeah, he like got the some bangers. Whole, you know, the, the, like the, the, the song, they played it to verses, actually. Like the songs yeah, that bangers. were played. Yeah, they got bangers. It's just that they was lip-syncing. If they wasn't lip-syncing, right. the motherfucker, they would have been crazy. Oh, my you know God. Would have been, been more of a, it would been the more absolute best. Yeah, yeah they, they got yeah. some shit. All right, but no doubt about so, so you say, uh-uh-uh-uh. Huh, let me see. Who who do I really want to see? Um, I mean, like like obvious shit. Like I really do want to see Jermaine Dupree and Diddy. I don't want to see that. Oh man, Jermaine Dupree. I want to because Jermaine Dupree. What he gonna do? What he gonna do? He gonna talk shit about Diddy only playing Biggie, and he gonna neutralize he, but, that. Shit. But Diddy ain't gonna just play Biggie. But yeah, but that's but, the only but, shit. But, that's the only thing he ain't got. From Jermaine Dupree's standpoint, everything else he got the biggest superstars no. of his time he produced, and and no, I would also talk. I would also no talk about him actually. Producing. You can't do no verses and play no crisscross shit. Niggas don't want to hear not? that shit, yo. Shit. I don't want to hear that jump, shit. Nigga. I want to hear it. I ain't want to hear it. So he gonna really? lose. He gonna lose off of that. He gonna lose off of oh. crisscross and the brat. That's gonna kill him right there. Because oh, that's, that's all he had. Yeah, that's all he had, and they had kids, and they were kids. So now you come into a versus with a bunch of kid records. That ain't gonna oh, work, man. He's got that ain't gonna work because he's gonna hit the R and B shit. Oh, Puffy's Oh, come on, you don't want to talk about R and B. His Puffy had a million of them. You don't want Puffy to bring out Mary J. Blige. That's all he got to do. He'll I'm kill him. I'm telling you, man. Oh, we, I'm, you know Lame what? I'm gonna hit you up. They do this, I'm gonna hit you up, bro. <laughs> I'm definitely going He got too many hits, man. And then don't let him bring out Carl Thomas, and don't let him bring out um 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 the the the, the, the what's the name? My hot spot to the parking lot, and I wanna take you back to. Me. And then don't have him bring out Total. You know what I mean? Then don't have him bring out um um uh uh, uh, uh Faith Evans. Okay. Plus he so, got, so, he, he, he I got, got R&B. 
Hold, hold, hold on. Let me, let me make Remember Mario? Mario? I had to look this shit up. Because some of this shit I did not remember. But Usher, Levert, Jagged yeah. Edge, Mace, Mariah Carey, Escape, Destiny's Child, Cameron, Jay-Z, but Mace, Mac But Jen. you can't really say Mace because Mace is a bad boy artist. Okay, but he did the song, bro. And, and it's the title, the title track. I would do that out of just sheer pettiness. Like, I'm so dope. You paid me to be on your shit, bro. Yo, people, shit. Monica, the boy is mine. Mine. Oh, come on, bro. Tamia, Lord Tariq, and Peter Guns. Kelly Price. No. TLC. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. No. Tamia. No. That ain't gonna do it. No. TLC. Kelly Price. Kelly Price. No. That ain't gonna do it at no verses. He got to go. He got to go. UGK. Okay. Yeah, but Capitana. what songs though? But what songs though? It's a different. UGK, you can produce dirty, dirty money. You, you but what dirty songs? Money. Was it they? Was it they number one hits? It wasn't his number one. You know what I'm saying? Because Pumpy's gonna, gonna bring out all the number one hits from Mary J. Blige. UGK, bro. Oh, UGK. Anthony Hamilton. I didn't even remember this one. Coming from where? Where from? Ah, coming from where I'm from? Anthony Hamilton. That's fucking fire. Jagged Edge again. Lil John. I didn't know he did Lil John, bro. Yeah, but he ain't. He ain't. Now look at Bad Boy. Look at Puffy. I didn't know he did getting jiggy with it. Oh, that, that, that's a hit. You think somebody oh. want to hear get jiggy with it out of verses? Oh, and he smashed Janet Jackson, bro. Like that, for, that shit forever, like, put you in, like, black people history. No, listen, Pantheon of brotherdoms. So did Q-Tip. Yeah, but he did for a long time, bro. That was his own. So did Q-Tip. Q-Tip bought Janet Jackson the lost professor crib in the hood in Jamaica, Queens. What's she look like in person, though? Beautiful. That's that's a flex right there, bro. You feel me? Oh, Boy, how the Merrick Boulevard. What what Janet Jackson and Merrick Boulevard in Jamaica Queen. <laughs> that's a flex right there. Oh my God. I didn't think that Janet Jackson would want to be like like in Jamaica Queens. Yeah, she was there. She was at Law's Professor House. Wow. Came to the crib. Yep, came to the crib, took pictures with Lost Professor Daughter and all that. Wow. Yep. Okay, what's the dopest person you met along the way? I mean, outside of people you grew up with. The dopest person I met along the way. Hmm. Wow, man. Dopest person that I met. Damn, that's a hard one, man. Shit, um, I met a lot of people, man, but the dopest person I met, hmm, damn, man, that's a hard one, man. Um, I feel you, bro. I'm not a, I'm not, uh, I'm not, damn, well, I can tell you the nicest person I met was Shelly Thunder. Who? Shelly Thunder. Okay, um, I'm not familiar. Wow, well, you need to get familiar. Sounds like I should Red be. 
Yeah, reggae. She's a reggae artist. She's the reggae queen. Oh, that's why. See, I'm not really a, a reggae. Um, Me but, neither. Yeah. But but she had she had that shit. She had that gutter, man. You know what I'm saying? And she was one of the nicest people when I met her. You know what I'm saying? But one of the fascinating people that I can say I met probably was uh, as a as an artist wise. Uh, Mm. Damn, that's a hard one, man. Oh, this, man. She looks oh. interesting too, bro. I, I I legitimately wrote that down. I'm gonna have to check check her out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, man. Yeah, but it's so it's so many to name, man. But I met a lot of good people, man. You know, I met a lot of you know whether they were producers or whether they were you know um you know uh, artists. Oh, but I can say uh, Jeanne is one of the dopest people I've met. That's pretty dope, man. Yeah, um, um, Renee. Um, she, uh, she, she, she's dope. She's a dope singer, dope artist. So it, it, that's that's definitely somebody I said I could say that uh, that I met and uh, and, and we're cool. You know what I mean? So. And she and she's a dope ass singer, you know. And you know that group John A. You know that was they was awesome. So. Yeah, yeah. And then, as I saw Modest by herself, she's awesome. So yeah, it was they was in my my club days wheelhouse. Mm. Yeah, man. You know. So yeah, yeah I'm in a lot of dope think, people, man. I got a chance to meet Kumo D. I got a chance to meet Kumo D. So that was incredible for me. I, I'm sure that was. You know what I mean? I was like, damn, oh. this is. Who started? This is why I started. You know what I'm saying? And I'm here. I am taking a picture with him. You know what I'm saying? And meeting him, oh, and kicking it with. Him. That's you know fucking dope. So, so that was amazing for me. Please tell me you got yeah. that picture framed. Oh yeah, I got that. Yeah, when I was loud. That's that's incredible for me. I feel that's you on that. Too. I feel you on that. You know, so like, like the, the Fat Boys were my first uh, rap album. Wow. Rest in peace to my moms, because my moms went out and bought it. Wow, rest in peace, mom, man, and rest in peace to my oh. mom, too. Oh, man, my condolences, bro. Rest in peace to your queen. Yeah, um, man, I, 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 my whole life I've been talking about the fat boys, man. That, like, like, and that would be like some pinnacle type shit for me. Like that, that it just, you can never, you know, you ain't gonna never forget your first album you got. Yeah, without a doubt, Fat Boys was they were, they were the real deal, and it was crazy, man. Because you know that's when that's when uh the game was changing, whether we knew it or not. Because now you got rappers that in commercials, you got rappers that's in the movies, and that was that was big, man. And they don't get their props for being the first niggas doing that shit. Word, Joe. Word, word. You know, and well, I don't mean like yeah. like Crush Groove was technically, I guess, or or Beach Street, or or you know, but right. as far as like them making the movie that wasn't hip hop based, right? Disorderlies was like a extremely. It was the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got they they was they flowers. Yeah, got you, got you, man. So you know, I you know Houdini. You know, what I'm saying it's a love for listening to Houdini. They had hits, uh, man. Man, and they were so dope in concert. That, that, that leads yeah. to this one. Dopest concert you've been to. Not that you performed that, but that you've been to. The dopest concert I've been to. Damn, man. 
I, 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 I hate to say it because, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to just go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just going to keep it funky. The best concert I've ever been to was R. Kelly concert. You know what I mean? I ain't even want to say his name, man. It's all that disgusting I shit mean, going around. But his, I his concert. But you went. I went to his concert, man. This is way before. Like, this is many, right. many, many years ago. You know what I mean? But that brother put on a motherfucking concert that I ain't never seen that shit like that in my life. Like Where, that. That's, that was the best concert that I ever been to. And my second concert that I've been to that was in the, 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 that was to me was even better than that was I went to go see James Brown. Oh. And when I heard him singing, it's a man's world and all that shit, man, live, man. And oh, he had man. the background singers. He had the background singers, the bittersweets. I'll never forget that shit. You know what I'm saying? This was at the garden. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was incredible, man. Yo, there's yeah. a version of uh, It's a Man's World with him and Luciano Pavarotti. If you have not wow. heard that, man, do your soul a favor and go listen to that shit. Fucking phenomenal, bro. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, man. So that was my best, you know. Yeah. And then, and then after that, my third would have to be Rock the Rock the Bells uh, concert they had at Governor's Island, where they had this particular show. They had it where they had the artists that were performing performing their signature albums that brought them in the game. You know what I mean? That blew mm-hmm. them up. Mm-hmm. And Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was there performing the Doggy Style album. Oh. Then you had Eric B. and Rock Kim performing Paid in Full album. Oh. Then you you had um, Lauren Hill performing Emancipation of Lauren Hill. Oh, yeah. Then you had, yeah, then you had um, uh, Wu-Tang performing in 36 Chambers. Ugh. Um, um, you had um, KRS-One uh, uh, performing Criminal Minded. Um, oh man, it was so many different artists, and it was incredible, man. That was the most incredible shit I ever been to, man. Yo, yeah, I, you yeah. know what's crazy? Yeah. MC Hammer, MC Hammer, bro, for me, best concert I ever been to. I, I can imagine with all, all that energy, nigga. And I was not an MC Hammer fan. I, I don't even remember nigga. how I ended up going to this shit. But I was that bitch, like, nigga, let's get it started. Oh, I was, I was, I was <laughs> you can tell me, bro. Like, man, this shit was a fucking circus. It was like an orchestrated hip-hop circus and had me glued to the fucking stage from beginning to end. And this is after I, I, I had seen LL Live, Houdini Live, Run DMC Live. So I seen niggas that get down. That nigga right, shit right. compared to them niggas, not even close. Not yes. even close. Yes, and wow. the amount of energy this nigga expended was only. I never, I never been to a Beyonce concert, but I watched her shit on HBO, and the energy he exp- expended was second only to her. Wow. Like Beyonce puts on a, like. She's got to be the most in-shape person on the planet. She puts in a lot of work in fucking heels. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Fucking yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, that's see. Snoop Dogg, when I turned 21, me and my cousin Eddie went to this club to see that nigga perform. And that was like wow. when Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. had on, I had on a white feline jogging suit with the shoes, and I threw wow. those shoes away after that concert. Wow. Yes. And number three would be LL and Yes, I did, man. I was look, I was looking spectacular that night. Yeah, you were chilling. I got feline on chilling back, yes. back then, boy. Yes. The feline was top notch. <laughs> You know, that was top notch. You had a feline right. suit on. That was big right like, there. Yeah. Right. Real talk. Real talk. They wasn't no. Them, 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 I said real talk. Them wasn't, them wasn't no $100 sweatsuits back then, brother. Those was Man. big. Them, you had to have money. You was, you spent money on that. Yes, we was doing all right back then. Yeah, you yeah. spent money on that. Feline was top <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Everybody ain't had no feline suits. Believe that. No. No, no, they didn't, and I, I, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think it through. Like the, I shouldn't have worn no white to a Snoop Dogg concert at a club. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. But, but I was buying bottles. We had a great time. No doubt, no doubt, man. No that doubt. was, uh, yo. Know, yeah, by man, the way, man, Doggy Style that. is probably top five. Matter of fact, top five albums. I know I ain't got, we ain't got much longer, but. Top five albums for yeah, you. I agree. I agree. That, that's definitely my top five. My top five, Doggy Style, without a doubt. Absolutely. My top five, I would, I would go with. Um, and this is this is straight up for me. Like, I, I, my top five would be in no particular order. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, Nas. It was written. Oh, yeah, Nas. It was written. Okay. Um. Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers. I feel that thousand percent. Um. Um. Then my next two would be uh, Mob Deep. Um. Mm. Um. um, Their first album, not not their first album, because that was Juvenile Hell, but when they did um, you know, Shook Ones and all that, and even Hell on Earth was dope. But um, but uh, Mob Deep, I have to put them up there. And um, put uh, I'll have to put LL up there too, man. Really? Which one? Yeah. Um, um, the album we did um, we 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 had uh, pink cookies in a plastic bag, getting crushed by buildings. No. Well, yeah. Was that walking like a panther? I forget. It might have been. It might have been. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, that that album was ass. Nah, man, he had the joints on. He had joints on there, man. And and even even the album with um, doing it and doing it and doing it. Well, even even the Rock the Bells album, the Rock the Bells album was fucking fire. You know what I mean? Like that shit is like incredible right there. Uh, you know the I'm like, Bad it, album was 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 fire. Yeah, I'm Bad was fire. But yeah, I got it. Those are my like my, 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 that's my that's my top five like albums for real. And artist wise. You know, my top five artists, you know, is Nas, um, um, Prodigy, mm. um, um, Nas, Prodigy, um, Rakim, Kumo D, and LL Cool J. Those are my top five. 
wow, okay. Uh, I'm pretty much with you, but I'm, you shocked me with the Nas. Uh, it was written. Most people would be like Illmatic. No, That's what I would, to me, like, to me, to me, it, it was written was his best album. For for me, somebody that, that didn't grow up in New York, Illmatic was when I first went. When I finally did go to New York, Illmatic was like it. When I listened to Illmatic, it made me envision New York. And when I got to New York, it was right. You I, agree what I'm saying? Like, I agree with you a thousand percent. But to me, it was written, summed everything up for me. Okay. That's one to me. That was that 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 was it for me. Illmatic, it, it was crazy and it was phenomenal. And, and and I give it all the props and roses that it deserves, whether I do it or not. But to me, it was written was his best body of work. I can feel that. I feel that. Uh, let me see. I would definitely, definitely agree with you with, with Doggy Style, but I will also add the Chronic. Yeah, but see, but see, my thing is, why I'm not adding the Chronic is not because the album wasn't dope and the concept wasn't dope. But Dre ain't right shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I can't be, but, but, but as far as I like just a pure album? I can't put, I can't put, Dre ain't right shit. They got writers. Can't put, I can't put a producer nigga that got everybody writing for him just because his shit is hot and his beats is hot and, and, he know how to, and, they, and they teach him how to flow the proper way and all that shit. It ain't like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg wrote all his shit. No, he did not. I mean, Snoop Dogg. What, who wrote? Who wrote for Snoop Dogg? I'm not sure, but I seen it come out that man's face. He said that he's had ghost writers. Ain't nobody wrote for Snoop. Ain't nobody wrote for Snoop. They might have. Uh, I seen, I seen that. that. Hey, I seen that man say it. So. I ain't never seen that. Eh, maybe, hey. somebody, maybe somebody writing for him now. I mean, well, you know, like he didn't specify like the time frame. Yeah, he, he maybe maybe now somebody writing for him, but I doubt somebody was writing for him when he was young, seventeen, eighteen, nigga on death row. Did when they brought him over? Very disappointed, you know, when he said that. But like from just like I, I get you on an uh, artist standpoint with Dr. Drake, get you a thousand percent. But from a top five albums, yeah, they, like the Chronic, the Chronic, Illmatic, yeah, yeah, and Doggy yeah, Style yeah, are like for, perfect yeah, albums for yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I can't lie. To you know, the, all of them shits is fucking incredible. But yeah, you know, I'm just looking at it for as, as a whole. Like, okay, you know, you got a number one single out in the country, but you ain't write it. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, like, okay, you know, you're just a performer. You're not, you're not the artist that wrote the motherfucker. You're just performing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so that's why I can give. You know, that's why I got to give Nas and Rakim and all of them their props because. Rakim is writing his own shit. And Rakim is like, behind Nas, I don't, I really don't see a better artist, a better MC than Rakim. He was ahead of his time. He was. Like, one of the very few artists in hip-hop that changed the landscape. And without cursing. Yes. Think about that. He had the yes. hood 
all the niggas in the street, all the niggas in the hood, everything loving them. Niggas ain't say one curse. Niggas ain't even care about that. Yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even realize that until I seen a meme right. a couple of years ago. That's how good he was. You ain't even yes. You ain't even realize that he ain't say nigga and bitches and hoes and none of that shit. And it's, it sounds it as good today music. as it did when he first dropped it. Do you feel me? Yes. Like incredible, man. Incredible. Yes. Lyrics, like, lyrics of fury. Lyrics of fury. Mm. Uh, follow the leader, follow the leader, uh, follow me through a flow, then you can uh, picture like a photo, you know what I mean? He said, I'm everlasting, I can go on for days and days around displays that engrave deep as x-rays, I can take a phrase that's rarely heard, flip it, now it's a daily word, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That nigga was killing shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know what I, mean? he was, I was like, oh shit, like, he was killing it, you know what I mean? I was like, this yeah, he's he deadly. Yes. Yes. My 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 other two, by the way, would be uh 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 thirty six chambers, and and actually something playlisted. Outcast. Yes. Yeah, Outcast is dope. I gotta give him that props. Yes. Actually, I take that back. Yeah, I take that back. Somebody got to come off because each nineteen ninety nine got to be in the top five. Damn. Who's gonna come off? Uh, Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna actually take uh uh I'm gonna take Wu Tang off of there, and I'm gonna put Ooh. East 1999. Yes. Oh. Wow. I'm sorry, New Damn. York. Damn, 36 changes was big. That was huge, man. It was, that's but like, that, that that shit was like crazy. Bone Thugs changed hip hop just like Rakim did. They it's, they still they still mimicking Bone Thugs to this day. Yeah, but Bone Thugs ain't got the, they they're not. They, they, I believe the Wu Tang Clan fan base is a more cult fan base than Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, that's an absolute fact. Like niggas niggas got tattoos of the Wu Tangs. Like that that the Wu Tang brand is the, yeah, they, the got, they got Wu, they got Wu Wednesdays. Everybody yeah. online on Wednesdays putting up W's and shit on Wednesdays every Wednesday. Yes, <laughs> yes. like like they, yeah, they their brand is the best one in, in hip hop hands down. Yeah, thank you. Logo. Look, 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 they got the, yeah. the Wu Tang. What they got the Wu Tang Chronicle series on on television now. And shit's dope too. I just watched the shit yesterday. The American the Amer- Wu Tang, the Wu Tang, the American saga. Yes. You, you know what I mean? So you know they they it's, it's crazy. And you got artists like Davies acting in it and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's crazy. Who's actually the best one in uh, on the show? You ask me. Well, I said that back. The, the old old dirty bastard is dope too. Like, but yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Rest in peace to that king, man. Oh. Yeah, rest in peace, oh. man. Yo, yeah, bro, this has been a dope ass conversation, though. Yeah. You know, I oh, definitely Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got me thinking about Dirty now. He's incredible, man. He's, he was incredible, man. When he did that shit with Mariah Carey, that shit was huge. Oh. Man. He changed that song, man. Oh, I, I literally heard that shit yesterday. Me and Mariah. Oh, man. Back, like, babies, the pacifiers. Oh, like, this, the song, like, if you listen to the version without him on it, it's just ass. It is not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not, man. 
man, this conversation been so great with you, bro, man. We hit so many elements, man. Just talking real straight hip hop shit, man. History oh, and man. all that shit, man. That's oh. beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Man, I, I appreciate you, bro. I needed this. Appreciate you too, man. Word up, man. I, I we could do this all day, you know what I'm saying? Like that. This, this was this was beautiful, man. So thank you. We'll have to get you back on the show, bro. Yeah, without a doubt, man. You got to, man, because like I said, we still cooking, man. And um, you know, next time hopefully I can have Large Pro with me so we so we so we can have both of us, man. That would be dope, man. Let me know. Yeah. Anytime, bro. Yeah. I got you, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. One more time, let them know your, your website. They want to get in touch with you. No doubt, man. All you got to do is hit me up at Neek the Exotic on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I'm here, man. Hit me up for features, songs, whatever, man. You know what I mean? And, and and don't forget to check out that new album, Extra Exotic, with myself alongside Large Professor. Let's get it. No doubt, man. Go buy that shit. Support. It's broke. Share it. Redline distribution, man. Redline music distribution is where you can order at, man, whether you want the vinyl, the CD, or the cassette. No doubt, man. Um, and y'all already know, man, from goons to gods, man, we welcome everybody. We only got one rule, and that's be respectful, man. Tune in every Thursday about 7 o'clock, same time, Eastern Standard Time, same jobs channel, same jobs day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, shout out to Neek the Exotic, man. Definitely appreciate the wisdom and the bill. Uh, we'll holler at you, man. Peace. Same here, my brother. Peace.